0: Hello fellow worshipers and welcome to our first time guests to an episode of the Worshippers Heart podcast. As we proclaim in Psalms 118 24, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Let our hearts be glad. Let us sing and be glad. Let us awaken our spirits and be glad. Let us shout to the Lord. Sing out with joy. Sing out our praises. Sing out his goodness. Sing out his grace. Let us drink deeply of the living waters that will flow out of our bellies as we worship him. As we open up our hearts and our minds for what it is that God wants to say and reveal to us about him. We want to thank God for his great and marvelous deeds that he does for us every day. Those seen and those unseen as he covers us from location to location. Even in our houses keeping us safe. We want to thank him with a gracious heart. We want to praise him. For he is our Lord. We want to shout for he is kind. We want to glorify him for everything that he has done. We want to thank him even when we are weary. We still want to lift up holy hands unto our father and thank him. So as we go into the episode and the content of this podcast, I pray that it will bless you as it continues to bless me. And again, I welcome each and every one of you. I am excited that you're a part of this journey with us. I'm excited that you're exploring it, the goodness and the gracious and the kindness and love of our Father, of Jesus Christ, and of the Holy Spirit, and that we're doing it together, that we're lifting each other up that we're adoring God, recognizing that he is our refuge and our fortress. We want to thank him. We want to be in covenant with him. We want to know that he cares about everything that concerns us. And we want to thank him for dwelling among us and with us. So as we go into this episode, I pray that we set our hearts and our spirits and our minds on the goodness of god as we worship him in spirit and in truth let us go worshipers let's go we're talking about this time the revelation of god's story and often we don't think about god's story in worship but however we should if you think about worship worship is our encounter with our creator and it is our role to share the story with others what story are we sharing we're sharing god's story how does that happen it happens through the telling of the scriptures. It happens through telling the scriptures and making them live for people. It happens through the telling of the scriptures and inviting people to be a part of the story. If you think about it, when we tell a story to our kids or we read stories to our children, we're actually very intentional to give them the title, the intro, the body of the story, and a conclusion bringing everything to an end. The same happens with worship. Often we think about worship and we just think about it in the context of just the song portion. But worship is the entire experience that you have. Worship starts with the opening, the call to worship, the song, the music, the scriptures, the reading of the word, the delivery of the word, the sermon, the drama lived out through the word. Even through communion, we're telling a story. So the story is always evolving, and we have to learn that we're telling God's story through the entire worship experience. So let's get more into telling of God's story. When telling or sharing a story, there is the involvement of words, conversation, and dialogue. The words used in sharing God's stories are established through the scriptures and have been from the onset It tells us in John 1.1, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. When telling God's story, it is valuable to have a scripture foundation in order to be true and effective in our lives as well as the lives of others. So we have to know that as worshipers, we should be telling God's story all the time through words, conversation and dialogue. We have to make it valuable. We have to give spiritual foundation. The spiritual foundation is the truth and effectiveness that is lived out in our lives and encounters the lives of others. Words is an important part of God's story. We can't tell a story without words. So there's a source book. The worship source books informs us that our worship depends on words. The words used can be in the form of a call to worship. We can encourage someone, we can witness, be intentional in our time we spend with others, be intentional with the submission and the understanding of the word of God. These are just a few methods that reveal God's story to us and the way that we celebrate and tell God's story to others. One of the ways that I that I mentioned is the call to worship. The call to worship varies in different contexts in different services. People do it differently, but it always happens. And the call to worship brings us together in a unified form. It makes the announcement, the expression of welcome. It offers hospitality. It has a joyful context. And the words spoken often embrace and give a genuine smile to convey that a story is about to be told. So I know a lot of times, in our worship gatherings we focus on themes and that's fabulous you know if we think about themes, we think about like love we think about families we think about Christmas we think about celebrating we think about having unity and community with others And that's great to focus on the themes, but sometimes the theme focused worship, we lose sight of telling God's story because we start to embrace what we bring to the table. And our story would not exist without God's story. So I share with persons when I'm doing trainings and worships that you have to Give people the word of God. You have to give them God's story. And this story can be shared in multiple ways. If we use a call to worship, if we use like Psalm 66 verses 1, 2, and 4, and we can say, make a joyful noise to God all the earth. Sing the glory of his name. Give to him glorious praise. All the earth worships you. They sing praises to you, sing praises to your name. We are doing it with joy. We're doing it with excitement. We're saying that everything worships you, God. Everything sings praises to you. We sing praises to your name. We're here to make a joyful noise. So it helps to prepare us and provides a reference for the worship experience It allows the congregation to focus, respond, and bring harmony. When we do this with a call to worship, we're establishing a beginning for all to reflect, recall, and recognize God as the focal point of worship. We are establishing the unique purpose of the worship service and reinforcing the vertical dimension of worship. Vertical, you and God, an encounter between God and the gathered worship congregation. The call to worship is one of the most effective tools used to reveal the goodness, joy, peace, understanding, compassion of God. The call to worship begins the telling of the story, utilizing the scriptures as the technique to enlighten, educate, and respond. So sometimes in our call to worship, someone will lead, And then sometimes there's a response from the congregation and it can go something like this. The leader will say, as we are called into worship today, it is important to remember that when God appeared on earth in the person of Jesus, most of the world did not recognize him and therefore did not worship him. Today, we ask for the face that will open our eyes to see Jesus for who he is that we may worship him in truth. People of God, behold and see your God. And then the people come back and say, and we opened our eyes to see his glory. We open our ears to hear his wisdom. We open our hands to offer him praise and we open our mouths to sing his praise. We open our hearts to offer him our love. For he is our Lord. So that embraces everybody. It brings everybody into a unified formation to know that we are here to embrace and be a part of God's story. Through that, we're conveying love, peace, harmony, insight, reflection, guidance, and direction. We have to remember That when we come into our worship gathering, God is our focal point. We should be telling God's story. If we are not telling God's story through the tellings of the scripture, if we are not telling God's story through the unification of lifting up our voices, then what is the purpose of coming together as a corporate body? So therefore, as worshipers, we should be mindful not to impede the worship experience of fellow believers. We are called as a body of believers to encourage, inspire, motivate, and be intentional during the worship gathering. We should be strengthening and boosting the heartbeat of the congregation while revealing who God is to us we should be proclaiming as we do in 1st Thessalonians 5:11 therefore encourage one another and build each other up just as in fact you are doing so when we come together in our worship gathering we should be coming with the intention to embrace each other we should be coming with the intention to encourage each other we should be coming intentionally to inspire motivate and bring everybody together, unified, to celebrate and tell God's story. And as we continue to tell God's story, we have to remember that this is not about self and tell the story in its entirety. Do we tell it in its entirety in one gathering? Probably not, but however, we can make sure that we highlight valuable points All creation praises God. All creation. The trees praise God when you hear the rustling of the leaves. You feel the wind praising God. You see the birds flying and singing as they fly praising God. Telling the story. That's what this is about. And it actually enhances the worship experience beyond the emotional expression. We have to have the moments of encouragement and reflection. They're crucial to our worship gathering. It adds deeper, richer, and more thought-provoking details to the worship gathering. So if we're talking about creation in the beginning, God created, yes, created the waters. We hear the waves, the beauty of it. We enjoy it. Imagine what God enjoys When we hear the animals we hear the whales imagine what god is hearing when they're singing this is the beauty of telling god's story the impact of telling god's story is highlighted in various ways you can do it through the call to worship you can do it with the offering with an upbeat tempo song singing praises to god you can do it through scripture dramatization or reenactment, this also engages the congregation and brings everybody together that we're here to serve. So just as we do with our children when we seek to tell a story from the beginning to the end, when we seek to give clarity and understanding, we should be doing the same with our worship, telling a story from beginning to end to give clarity and understanding, not just piecemealing it together. Not just making it hodgepodge, not just totally being theme focused, but celebrating God and his goodness. That actually helps us to have a deeper, more intimate revelation with God through worship. And during that, he reveals himself to us. So I thank you for listening. We're going to close out in prayer as we always do. So let us pray. Dear God, we thank you. We thank you for the celebration and the revelation of being able to tell your story. We ask you, God, to silence all voices within our minds, but your own. Help us to seek and be able to follow your will. May our prayers be joined with those of our sisters and brothers in faith that together we may glorify and share your story that we may enjoy fellowship with each other. Help us, God, as we sing, as we speak, as we move, as we direct, as we pray, as we prepare a space for you, as we prepare a space for you in the celebration of who you are and the goodness of you and the story of you and the sense of peace and confidence that comes from the Holy Spirit that your truth may always be proclaimed faithfully, that we may live up to the calling as a body of Christ. And God, we love you. And we pray that we may be filled with your spirit, that we may reflect the glory of God in all that we say and do. And we pray that everywhere we go and in every place, that we are a living vessel of your story and people will desire to want to know you, to be drawn closer to you, to bring you glory and honor and praise and worship. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, amen. Yeah. fellow worshipers the song that you've heard in this episode of the worshipers heart podcast is my single release you're there if you've enjoyed what you've heard please go and download the full version or the radio edited version on all the digital platforms and enjoy the complete version of you're there by carol davis So let us pray our eternal and everlasting god the one in whom we live move and have our being we thank you that you made us for you we thank you god that our hearts adore you that our hearts worship you and even god when our hearts are restless that we find rest in you give us purity of heart and strength of purpose that no selfish passion may hinder us from knowing your will, that no weakness will keep us from doing your will, that in your light we may see light clearly and in your service we may find perfect freedom. We thank you God that you have given us minds to know you, hearts to love you and voices to sing your praises. So God fill us with your spirit that we may celebrate your glory and worship you in spirit and in truth. Through your son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you forever and forever. Amen. Oh, and there's one more thing. I'd like to take this time to thank my sponsors, Abigail Adoye, Athena Shack, Dr. and Mrs. John and Martha Johnson, Jacqueline Harris, Chantel Hess-Taylor, and the Worshipper Heart team member, Tiana Davis. Thank you all so much for everything that you have done to invest into this ministry, into this podcast. We cannot do it without you. So if you are interested in being a valuable part of this podcast, support today. Look at us on Facebook at Heart. Send us an email at worshipersheart67 at AOL.com and we can give you more information about how you can be a sponsor for this podcast and for this ministry. At the end of the day, all you need is a worshiper's heart.